Hey, and welcome to Let's Talk CPF, a podcast where we bring conversations on CPF to your ears. Brought to you by the CPF Board, this podcast will answer common questions, offer tips, and feature interviews with industry experts on CPF and financial planning. Thanks for listening and let's get straight into today's episode. Thinking about a mid-career change? Well, today's episode is just for you. I'm Andrea. Our guest today has been on radio for close to three decades and she left her prominent radio career to fully focus on her bespoke jewellery business, Madly Gems. Hello, Maddie. It's been a while. It has. And oh my God, three decades on radio. You make me sound ancient. (laughs) You are not ancient. You started really young. That's why. I did. I did. Young like um, you now. (laughs) (laughs) No, Maddie. I'm going to be 30 in a few months. Look amazing, Andrea. Really happy. Thank you so much for having me here, you know. Thank you. Thank you so much. To be very honest with you, right, when you actually came out and said that finally you've made the decision to focus on Madly Gems, I was not surprised. Somehow I just felt that I kind of saw it coming because I remember back then that you live a really busy life. You have to wake up really early. The show starts at 6am and at 6am, your brain has to work 100%. And if you listen to the show, you know it's usually not working at 100% most days. Yeah, you're just all over the place. I felt really spread thin, but thankfully I love it. It's like stepping on three boats at one time, but you love it all. But we all know that can't last. It's like a (laughs) love triangle. (laughs) Eventually, you have to make a decision, right? That's the only way to live and really save a life. But I was really wondering what finally made you come to that decision that this was the right time. Those who work with me always say, oh, Maddie, you're very one with the universe. And I'm like, okay, that sounds very hocus pocus. But I suppose what they mean is I tend to just go with the flow means I think about something, I recognize that it's a matter of when and not if, but I don't sweat about when it's going to happen. I just do my best. means I live in the moment. Today I'm on radio, I'm going to give my best. Today I'm with this team or with this group of friends, and therefore I'm going to be there. I'm not going to think about where it's going to take me, even though I know where I'm headed. I know where I want to go. I know how it ends, or at least... I have hopes of how it will end, but I'm not worried about that. So I just go along and just make sure that I give my best and be in the moment. And when the time comes, it happens. And it's not a boom, you wake up one morning, you're like, today is the day. It doesn't happen like that. I think the best decisions come over time when you've had time to ruminate and mull over it. Not overthinking it, but it's just there at the back of your brains. But then you just go on doing your own thing. And I think it just came to a point where I just felt, you know what, it's time. And it felt really good. Like there was a sense of peace. The decision wasn't hurried. Nobody told me what to do, when it was time. And, oh, you've been talking about it so long. It's about now. It's about now. Like I'm not going to do it on anyone's time. It's going to be my own time. And when it happened, it was just, yeah, now is the time with all the right people coming together, or for me also, some of the people that I've worked with, like I felt like I was the last person standing. I was very fortunate that I started with an amazing dream team. I had two dream teams, but I felt that was their time. I felt like I was an old guard just handing over. And I wanted to leave at a time when I was most proud about the work I've done. And it just felt that coming to 50, (laughs) it's like midlife. 
if I'm not going to take madly to the next level now, when am I going to do it? And I want to do it before I'm too old to do that. And it just, like, everything just fell into place. It really was an end of an era, and I felt that I belonged to the last one. And it's a new world, and it's wonderful. I've been there to see the new dawn, but you need to know when to ride off into the sunset. And I really felt that. The day that I rode off was a magical sunset. Oh my God, I feel emotional. Okay, oh my God. Yeah, so it was a really, really magical sunset that I rode into, and uh, I'm still going. It is really inspirational because I think since joining CPF, I've had the opportunity to speak to people and people who, you know, also at a much later age have a career change, but they might not necessarily know when they might want to do it because of family responsibilities, maybe because of finances. And that's important. That to me is prudence. And there's a difference. It's a fine line between prudence and fear. And most people mistake fear for prudence and prudence for fear. So responsibility is prudence. If you have a family, you can't just go, I hate my job. I hate my boss. I'm quitting. (laughs) No good will come of that because that shows that you lack character. So I had responsibility. I'm just not going to quit if I don't have something else and something solid that I truly believe in. It don't matter how I feel about your boss or whatever. That's really important. Yeah. I think that's beautifully said. You are a very purpose-driven person. And part of our retirement campaign, really we're trying to focus a lot about people trying to find their purpose in life. And once they have a purpose in life, they need to have a plan in which they want to execute their purpose. And I think based on what you've told me, that's exactly what you have done. I mean, it gives me the hope that at the end of the day, even when I'm in my late 40s or in my 50s, if I want to pursue something else, I will have the courage to do that. You lay the groundwork when you're in your 20s and your 30s. These days, I think everything's hurried because, you know, you're on Instagram and you think, oh my God, this person just did that. And then everything (laughs) is glamorized, right? And I suppose it's part of growing up. When I was in my 20s, I had to constantly tell myself, it is what you do now that matters and stop thinking about where you will be. You will get there in time when you're ready. And the thing is, you're never ready when you think you're ready. You will know when you're ready, but... It's rarely when you think you are ready. And that's part of growing up. We become wiser as we go along. And prudence tells us that you need to take your time. You need to weigh things out. Don't be hurried. Don't be rushed. And you see a lot of this new wave of coaches coming online to tell you, if I can do it, you can do it too. Now is the time to quit. No, 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 no. You quit in your own time when it's right for you and the people you're responsible for. Not when a coach tells you it's time. A coach prepares you, but no one tells you when is the time and you cannot be rushed and it's never too late. And there is no right or wrong time as well. Some people make in their 20s, but they could lose it on their 30s. Or some keep it for the rest of their lives. Great for them. Some make it in their 40s, some 50s, some 60s. It don't matter, but it happens at everyone's own time. And it will be different for you as it is for me. For some, you know, they might think closing in on 50 is too late. I don't think so. It was the right time for me. And that's all that matters. It's different for everyone. And I think it's always about being authentic to yourself. Yeah. And if I didn't have all the experiences and, you know, did all the things that I did in my 20s and 30s and 40s, the good and the bad, I don't think I'll be equipped with the knowledge 
the resilience, the wisdom right now to handle what I'm handling. Mm. You know, you need to be able to learn how to handle few hundred dollars, then you learn to handle a few thousand dollars and then tens of thousands and then hundreds of thousands before you reach a million or even a billion. If you go straight from a few hundred to a few million, the chances of you losing it because you don't understand its value and you don't know how to take it forward and build a really solid foundation for a company that would last many generations, the chances of that is very high if you don't have the groundwork and you don't have all the experiences, you know, chalked up over the decades. It's really a food for thought, I think, for people to really know what they want authentically and to actually plan for it and to go for it when the timing is right. Yes, most important. And surround yourself with people who are wiser and smarter than you. You know, don't let your insecurities get in the way. It's good to have people that are smarter than you because you can't do it all and you can't know it all. We all hate know-it-alls because they never know it all and no one knows it all. <laughs> they pretend that they know it all. Exactly. So I may be good maybe on the creative side of the business, but there's going to be somebody who's good at the financial side, the legal side, the whatever side. And what you need to do is surround yourself with people who are better than you in areas that you suck at. And there will be no matter how good you are. And it's okay. Yeah, this is about admitting it and being okay with it because you're never perfect. And you don't want to because you want to have a life too, right? It's exhausting. Yeah, <laughs> it's it is. Exhausting. It's exhausting being perfect. So Maddie, for people who are thinking of switching their careers or actually even quitting their jobs, what advice would you have for them? And a lot of people are thinking about that because we've had a lot of time to think over COVID, right? You've seen the news where many people are leaving their jobs and there was a very, very interesting article and they were saying it's not just money and how much you give them. You need to feel like you belong somewhere. To feel that you belong, I guess first you have to find a group of people that you belong with, that you share a passion with. I mean, at work, it will be the same, right? Like if you have similar passions, you end up in the same place. Uh, I guess that's an assumption, but that is, that's plausible. Yeah. So we go back to responsibility and prudence. In the early years, it's probably not so much about passion. If you happen to find something that you love, of course, you should start there. But maybe there will be some aspects you don't like so much. For example, your boss. You may have a terrible boss, but you really love your job and you really love your colleagues. Stay. Learn. It's okay. You can learn from your boss to not be such a boss. But stay long enough because you still have things going for you, like the job itself and your colleagues or the people that you love. But of course, if you hate the job, you don't like your colleagues. It's a toxic environment. Your boss is not supportive then really consider it. And this is when I'm talking about like when you're, when you're young. Because it's okay not to fully love your job when you're young. But you actually take on board everything that you've learned. You strategize and you pave your way to where you want to be eventually. For someone who has a lot of ideas, and I'm full of ideas. And I would say I'm also full of life. I like a lot of things. And I think it would be the same with most people. Like, you would like a lot of things. Like, you could like fashion. So you think, oh, maybe a block shop. You like makeup. Oh, maybe a beauty shop. Oh, I like jewelry. Maybe I could be a jewelry designer. Like, there could be a million things that you could do. So then it becomes, okay, if you're thinking about doing your own business, right? You need to ask yourself, do you want to be an opportunist or do you want to be an entrepreneur? 
An entrepreneur is somebody who sees an opportunity and think, how can I do this better? What have I learned in my life working for somebody else? And that's where I go to. It's good to work for someone. You know, when you are thinking about all these things, and I have had a lot of ideas to think about the kind of boss I want to be, the kind of business and company that I want to build, is because somebody was paying my salary. It was brilliant. I don't have to worry about where my next paycheck is going to come from. And all that time, I had time to think about that while doing a job that I love, you know, or even if it's a job that you have love, okay, take it as a learning experience. So an entrepreneur really bides his or her time to plan, strategize and build something that is of passion, of love, and also that benefits more than just himself or herself. I think that's really important because when you become a boss of a company, you don't want to be the only one who's doing well. Nobody will stay with you. So to me, success, I guess, is that people want to join your company, that people have heard and say, I'm in this field and I want to be in that company. When you talk about a career switch, like from a full-time job and you want to build a company, it goes back to be prudent, take your time, don't be rushed, and slowly find what your true calling is. And you have to bite your time and watch for the signs. And before you quit your job, think it through. Find something first before you quit your job, especially if you have responsibilities. Do not quit before you have something in the pipeline. Have a plan first or have another job first before you quit. At least, you know, you've given enough thought and time to think it through and have a plan. Don't just go, oh, I'm tired. I want to quit. You know, because that says something about your character too. And if you quit without a plan, then you're not ready. Wise words from Maddie Barber. Maddie, thank you so much for sharing. You can have different passions in life. It's about knowing when it's the right time for you. Doesn't matter your age. Every purpose needs a plan. What's yours? Log on to cpf.gov.sg slash be ready to find out more. We're not done with Maddie Baba just yet. In the next episode, we're going to talk about how her life has changed since leaving radio and what she hopes to achieve in retirement. You've been listening to Let's Talk CPF. Before you go, we would love to hear from you. Email us with your questions or comments at podcast at cpf.gov.sg so we can create better content for you. You can also leave us a review on the platform you're listening from to help others learn about our podcast. For the latest news, visit cpf.gov.sg slash podcast or follow our social media pages. Thank you once again. Until the next time, let's talk CPF. <laughs>